Welcome to Quick Dips, the newest podcast from the Eccentrics Podcast Network. Uh, this is our new show where Dave and I just do a little quick conversation about something that's current in the news. Uh, this is a slight departure from our deep dive with Dave and Josh where we you know, do 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or an hour. Uh, so this is our just a little quick jump into the pool of a, a news topic. So, uh, David. Yes. Uh, this week we're going to discuss... Uh, Sony's imminent release of the PlayStation Classic. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. This is just sort of an announcement that came out of nowhere. Uh, I wasn't expecting it. I don't think half the internet was expecting it. But it's it's kind of an interesting little piece of device that's coming out. Uh, it's going to be uh, on the 24th anniversary of the PlayStation being released in Japan. Uh, it's going to have featured 20 of the top titles uh, from the PlayStation brand. And it's going to have two controllers. And it's all going to be all in one little miniature PlayStation console, a la SNES Classic and NES Classic. Okay, so this is December 3rd, correct? Yeah, December 3rd is supposed to be released, yes. Okay, so I read this this afternoon, and uh, we're taping this on Wednesday. What's today's date? Today's uh, September the 19th. <laughs> okay, Wednesday the 19th. Uh, some of us don't check the calendars. Apologize. It's all good. So I read this on uh, Game Informer today, that they're releasing this console. As you said, 20 Classic Games. Um, a hundred hours is your entry fee and, uh, you get the console, the games, the controllers. So I kind of had mixed reactions when I saw this, I was like, oh, well, this is the natural evolution of things, uh, you know, with Nintendo, you know, releasing their cl- classic consoles and it wouldn't shock me if we hear something soon on a classic N64 because, you know, just, it, it makes sense. Nintendo trades on their nostalgia factor, uh, probably more than any other company. So overall, yeah, did you have a good reaction to this? I thought it was pretty cool because I come from the stance of being able to buy the PlayStation when it was brand new uh, whenever I had it. Uh, I came from 1997, 98, whenever the DualShock models came out. Uh, but whenever I had it, it was actually pretty relevant to that time. Uh, now, I, I feel like that if I went back and revisited, maybe I'd have different ideals. But I was pretty excited to see this announcement. I thought it was neat, but I also kind of had the reaction of, well, I have a PlayStation 4 that I invested $400 in. I've bought, you know, copious amounts of games and accessories, subscriptions, yada, yada. And these games aren't available to me, but they are asking me to plunk down $100. And in the six or seven hours since I initially saw this, my stance has softened softened, uh, just a little. But I also, you know, think about some of the other factors such as, you know, um, the controllers were wired. Right. Um and you and I had a conversation uh, about the uh, Nintendo Classic consoles and this console. Yes. Yeah, I understand there's a certain um, price uh, point that they're trying to reach to make it extremely profitable. So it makes sense to have these wired controllers. Right. And they can also sell you the wireless. But if you want me to enjoy your classic games in a modern context, I think you should give me at least one wireless controller. Now, do you think that's only because you're just used to the wireless controllers? I mean, because these consoles never came with wireless controllers, nor do I remember ever using a wireless controller on the PlayStation. And it also depends on how you expect me to play it. Yeah. If you think I should hook it up to my nice um, MacBook Pro and play like that. Well, you wouldn't play on MacBook Pro. You'd be playing on your brand new 4K TV. Exactly. So I'm supposed to essentially uh, get a lawn chair 
and sit next to my 55 inch TV. No, no, you don't have to do to, all that. Uh, no. To play the game no. on a wired controller. No, you, well, the wired controller is just a standard USB. You, if uh-huh. you really want to get down to brass tacks on this, you could buy the USB extender if you wanted to. Oh, so you're saying that when my 100 hour entry fee doesn't get me <laughs> the ability to the play ability on my to television? Get, to get past 10 feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I think you just made my point. Oh, okay, all right, all right. So that's that's true. But 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 even then, I mean, whenever we were playing these games back in ninety seven, ninety eight, we weren't thinking about you know sitting further than ten feet away or a wireless yeah, controller. Well, that's right because I was sitting less than ten feet away. I was sitting in the in the floor of my bedroom. Yeah. Um. You know, literally minuscule feet away from the television. That's but, probably why I can't fucking see. But should we in twenty eighteen expected to to experience these consoles as they were. No, no, originally intended. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> okay. No, I understand. I, yeah. I, I think, uh, for example, uh, you and I are lucky enough to uh, live in and or near a town that embraces retro gaming. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one time a year, at least, we go to the arcade expo. Yes. And we uh, tinker with uh, wire, uh, wired controllers. Yeah, we do. And consoles that have to be reset. No, whenever we do, <laughs> we do tinker around with those. The consoles and the TVs themselves are actually less than 12 inches away from each other. So that, that point is probably made. And they're not on, on fucking 4K TVs. They're on, uh, on some old Sanyos or, <laughs> or Zenith. Uh, they're, they're not on a, on a, Sans, on a Samsung uh, HDR-ready television. Right, exactly. Okay, so your point's taken on that. Uh, I, I totally understand the, the, the problem with that. Now, we've, we've had the SNES Classics. We've had the NES Classics. We've dealt with the, the Genesis Classics consoles that have already come out. I don't think wired controllers are really the biggest problem that we're going to have with this console right It's off. my biggest problem. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think most people would probably be arguing the fact that the games that they want aren't going to be on the system. Well, I think that's probably a secondary concern as well. Yeah. Uh, for me, it is at least. Yeah, I understand that I would be buying it for the... <laughs> Just for the fun factor of having it, having the small console. Sure, yeah, yeah. I don't really care what games are on there because I'm not going to play them anyway. Right. You okay. Know, I, you know, so I can kind of see that. Okay, that's that's fun. That's cool. That's a fair point. Uh, but but of the five that have already been confirmed for, we have Final Fantasy VII, we have Jumping Flash, we have Ridge Racer Type Four, we have Tekken Three and Wild Arms. Do any of those stick out to you to you at all? Anything that you'd be interested in playing? Uh, well, Tekken Three, yeah. Tekken uh, Three was a classic, and it was even better when it was brought to home console. And uh, I liked Ridge Racer. Oh, now this isn't the Ridge Racer that you remember. I don't know if you ever played Type 4. Type 4 was just no. a little bit different than the original Ridge Racer or Rage Racer that was out there. Uh, there were there were some might, slight tweaks and, and things were with it. And then Wild Arms. Wild Arms was a pretty decent RPG that was released for the system, too. Uh, so, But you, I don't know if those were kind of like niche items that people would be able to get into. Uh, Jump of Flash 2, I mean, that was kind of like a, an early launch title that was out for it. People haven't quite figured out 3D and all that at that point. Well, I think that they're smart to um, release just the five because it starts the conversation. The speculation that's yeah. out there for people to be able to try to So it'll be a be. big moment for the internet when it's eventually revealed what's coming to the console. Uh, I think there are a few things that are probably a given. Yeah. Um, so just tell me just a, f- a few of your favorite games from the console. Okay, mine's going to be, uh, I, I love Crash Bandicoot 2. Uh, I can actually tell you that I, I went to go back to Crash Bandicoot 1 at Toys R Us when it was on sale for $10, where it had this like greatest hits special, and they gave me Crash Bandicoot 2 instead, and that wanted to be one of my favorite uh, console games that I had for the PlayStation. I'd love to see Dance Dance Revolution on it, even though I, I know that most people wouldn't care about the music games that are out there. 
that also has like a special place in my heart for for just that time period that's cool. there. Well, also I think uh, Dance Dance Revolution people think of that as more of the arcade game. Oh, it's right? an arcade game, of course. Yeah, yeah. and you would have to have the peripherals to be able had, to play the it. Pad. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I enjoyed actually listening to the music and playing with the controller. I was that weird freak that didn't actually get up. I and... actually remember having, or not not myself having, but I remember you know seeing that peripheral and that was kind of a big deal for the time it was it was huge i i, I imported it from korea uh, to be able to play it online and I, <laughs> no don't laugh at me <laughs> I, i'm not laughing <laughs> I, I wish i could see those shipping costs <laughs> was this wasn't shipping. amazon kids no no it wasn't so i imported all the games from korea and i imported the uh it, you know the korean ones that i had too were knockoffs too so they were actually copies of copies which was kind of cool but uh, it, it gave me like all every single game that was released for dance dance revolution i had to buy it from like this weird third party yahoo auction site but anyways, uh, I'd like to see Dance Dance Revolution Third Mix. That would be a fun one. I'd like to see Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two uh, versus Tony Hawk Pro Skater One uh, for just obvious reasons for for a better gameplay uh, wise. Um, Is there any chance that they'll put the uh, PlayStation Pizza Hut demo disc? <laughs> Man, I wish, on there? I wish they would. I really wish they would. I mean, because there were a lot of classic demos that were on that disc. If we have any uh, younger listeners out there, uh, before you could just you know merely download. A demo from your uh, favorite console's uh, store. Yeah. Uh, there were actual discs that you either had to get some some type of weird promotional situation. Uh, like, for example, I remember specifically, it was the um, the Pizza Hut New York style promotion. Yep, I think that's exactly what it was. And uh, on this demo, there was uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I think maybe Silent Hill. Silent Hill was on there. Parappa the Rapper, the first stage of Parappa yeah. the Rapper. And uh, WWF Warzone. Yep, that was on there as well. So as uh, somebody that hadn't learned how to trick their parents into buying uh, the video games yet, this was a big deal. Yeah, it's huge. So I probably spent 20 hours at least playing the Tony Hawk Pro Skater demo. The very first level of Tony Hawk The Pro very Skater first too. level. That, that's all I needed. Exactly. I just had to break the glass and get over the cab. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> found the secret <laughs> Um, I, w- I would also like to see games like uh, Twist Metal 2. Uh, that would also be another one. Uh, Tekken 1, well, Tekken 3 was already on here. Tekken 1 was always special to me. Tekken 2 was. Um, I remember Tekken 2 probably playing that one first. Tekken was was always really a good game. Uh, Ridge Racer, obviously, but we already have one that's, that's a better version of Ridge Racer that's on it. Gran Turismo. I'd be interested in seeing popping up. You, you know, I, I have a, a complicated history with that game because I, I always knew it was important and it was popular. But especially for that area, I was always more interested in Need for Speed. Yeah. And then the PlayStation 2 era, I played, I didn't even have a PlayStation 2. Yeah. So I played uh, Project Gotham. And then, you know, in Xbox 360, Xbox One era, I played Forza. Forza was exclusively. Progression, yeah. So uh, as I've gotten into those games, uh, Gran Turismo was kind of, in my view, falling on hard times. Yeah. Uh, critically and. Um, so I'd like to kind of see it in its original heyday. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool to see the original version of it. What do you think about like Resident Evil, especially with all the remakes that have been made, and and, and yeah, especially it, with Resident Evil Two, which probably would have been the the choice that I would have made. But the re- Resident Evil Two HD remake is coming out this year. Personally, I can't make heads or tails of that because I uh, I wasn't playing those types of games when they were originally coming out. Okay, but I think that that's definitely in the list of expectations you know that people would have uh, as far as what games would be coming out right um so let's turn our heads to that in a minute but uh we were talking about <clears throat> why this would or would not be worth a hundred dollars when uh, the nintendo nes 
uh, Classic was sixty dollars. Yep. Correct. The NES and then, Classic was sixty. SNES was eighty dollars. Eighty. So <clears throat> one thing that I think is interesting, and in that some people will realize, some people won't. They'll realize it when they buy it. Is that two D graphics have aged much better than three D graphics? Absolutely. So I am paying more money for these Sony games and getting a lower quality product, in my opinion, than what they were. Sure, if you compare anything from 1998 to 2018, it's not going to hold up very well unless the gameplay is just rock solid, which a lot of this is. So um, I think that's important to consider for people that if if you played these games, they're not going to look like what you remember. You know, you're probably, you if you are going to get these games, you're probably better off playing on a standard TV <clears throat> and not your 4K TV, Yeah, <clears throat> like we mentioned. That's true. But I will say this before we list some games that we'd like to see on the console. Just the idea that you're close to celebrating a 24th or 25th anniversary of the first PlayStation console, that shows that that's a, that's a history worth celebrating. It is. And Nintendo isn't the only legendary console in the world. And no matter what people think about PlayStation and you know how it holds up historically Nintendo and what Nintendo has done for the industry... You know, a very, a very large portion of the consoles sold on this planet have been Sony PlayStation consoles. Yeah, and they are, and it's it's kind of ironic too that this is a console that exists because Nintendo created it, considering that they were pretty much got the raw end of the deal whenever they split off and and went with Philips instead of Sony. So they said we could do our own thing. That's a little uh, sneak peek of the 2019 deep dives <laughs> oh, that yeah. we're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of wrap up, what are some games that if you were picking your 20, so you already have five. I have five, yeah. What are some of the other 15 you'd want? Okay. Uh, I would definitely like to see, um, again, Crash Bandicoot 2 would be a good one. Twisted Metal 2 would be a good one. Uh, I'd like to see Destruction Derby. I always love Destruction Derby games, uh, especially with games that are still exist like Redfest that are out there. Destruction Derby was the first one to be able to get it right, in my opinion. Uh, I loved Croc whenever it was out. And Croc was an Argonaut game that was supposed to be a Yoshi game for the N64, but they or the SNES, rather. And they wound up bringing it over to the PlayStation instead. And it kind of shows. It feels like a, a Nintendo-branded game without a Nintendo mascot. Um, I'd like to see Tom, uh, Tomba 2. Uh, that was a really interesting 2.5D platformer that was out there. Uh, I was never a Final Fantasy VII guy. I was never in that camp. I never really cared very much about the story. I thought it was okay. It was great, but it never really blew me away. Uh, I was more of a Final Fantasy VIII guy. I really liked Squall, and I liked his story, and I liked uh, the, the set pieces, and especially nine when they went back to the more of the traditional type. So I'd like to see either Final Fantasy VIII or Final Fantasy IX show up on the system. I think that'd be kind of cool. I'd also like to see games like Need for Speed 2, because uh, I felt like that, that was kind of like topped out at where the system was, um, and being able to, to get a pretty quality racing game that was out there. Sports game-wise, I mean, you still have... You know, all your your really, really good top-rated polygonal 3D sports games. So you could probably pick any good one that you wanted to from there. You're probably not going to get Madden's. You're probably not going to get anything like, you know, get, probably something more on the line of, like, Game Day that's going to be out there. Um, you're going to have... Well, that'd be pretty nice. That, yeah, well, game Days were pretty cool. And that was the first 3D uh, sports game. Yeah, Game Day 98 was... Or 90, 97. 97 was, was sprites. And I 90, think 98. 98 was political. Yeah. yeah, that was right. So th- those are just a few of mine that I would have. What, what, how about you? What would you put on the system? Well, uh, with uh, Tekken 3, that would have been one of my picks yep. for sure. Either Tekken 2 or 3. Now, mine is pure fantasy. 
uh, because most of mine were licensed games. Um, I was pretty young uh, when I had the system and even younger when the system came out. So I hadn't really quite developed a, a hardcore gamer uh, taste. Uh, so I wasn't playing Final Fantasy or uh, Metal Gear. Um, so maybe that would give some impetus to go back and play these. Yep. But uh, there's a, I'm pretty sure that won't happen. Uh, so if you add in uh, Taken 3, I would uh, love to see uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, even though I love the demo uh, from the first game. Uh, 2, you know, had the manuals. It had uh, the legend that is Bob Burnquist. Oh, absolutely. Uh, my favorite, probably my favorite digital athlete. Yeah. Um, and that's a guy that loves basketball games, that he was my favorite digital athlete that I've ever used. Same here. He was so different from Tony Hawk, and Tony Hawk was, of course, great. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from there, um, I'd love to see uh, the original Spider-Man game. Uh, we we're recording this, and uh, Spider-Man PS4 has basically <laughs> taken over the entire gaming internet. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, Xbox fans bitching that they don't have it, or uh, PlayStation fans geeking out about it. But it's got its roots right here on the PlayStation. Though. It really does, and it's sad that most people are like, oh yeah, the ones from the movies. Yeah. There are actually quite a bit like that original Activision, right. uh, Activision and uh, Neversoft. Neversoft, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so beyond that, uh, there's some sports games like uh, uh, Need for Speed 2, uh, NFL Blitz, uh, maybe NF uh, NBA Live 98 or 2001. 2001 was special uh, because it had Michael Jordan um, before he came back to play. Uh, for the Wizards. That's right. I knew that was kind of was a big deal to get Jordan inside the game. You know, his, yeah. his likeness and his... his yeah, because, uh, uh, you know, uh, kids that play 2K now, uh, you know, he's in the game every year. Yeah. That was, He wasn't in the games back then. Right. And uh, he was only in the game, and you could only play him one-on-one. -on -one, and you couldn't play as him until you beat him. So it was it was really hard. Yeah. Um, so th that was one of them. And then, of course, um, you know, Crash Bandicoot or Crash Team Racing... Um, I think Spyro will probably be on there, but I that, think was, Spyro be cool. that was important. Yeah, um, I was a big Test Drive fan as far as racing. Uh, Test Drive 5 was probably my favorite. It's a great game. Uh, NASCAR Rumble. Yeah. Just to name uh, another racing game. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I want to name one more. It's on the tip of my tongue. What about like a wrestling one since we've talked about it on previous podcasts? Probably WCW Thunder. Thunder's the top one you'd pick completely. Uh, yeah. That was the one that really got me into to the wrestling genre. Yeah. Um, I was never a big um, WCW, uh, NWO, or Nitro fan. Uh, Thunder just kind of like that had that cool color palette because it was uh, on the on the blue brand show. Right. Uh, it was like WCW SmackDown. And I was a big Goldberg fan, and you know he was on the game. Cool. Um, it had some cool cheats. It did. Yeah. You, uh, I mean, you had like hundreds about. and hundreds of characters you could pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just hours and hours worth of gameplay. Sure. Uh, do you have any other big ones on our list that we made together? Uh, it's, well, we, you said Metal Gear Solid. I'm pretty sure Metal Gear Solid will pop up. Oh yeah. And, and just probably my last final pick that I would have is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, I'm a huge Castlevania fan and uh, I think that that's one of those games that can stand the test of time no matter what because it is a 2D game or 2D, 2.5D game that's out there. Uh, and, and pretty much that's just, I mean, I think that's pretty good for what we could be able to pick for the top 20s. And I think no matter what we say, we both know this is thing, this thing's going to be hard to find Yeah. at first. So if you uh, want it, you probably better pre-order it. Uh, so I'm hoping that, you know, it's well stocked for Christmas and, uh, gosh, uh, your nephew would love one. Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think you'd get a lot yeah, out of it. They get, it would. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Sony is embracing uh, their past as, you know, we're probably close to 
hearing about PS5 and PS4 is, you know, probably looking to be one of the, the second or third most successful console ever. Uh, so I think this is fun. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty excited, too, for this announcement. Uh, it's going to be $100 whenever it comes out on the 24th anniversary of the Japanese release, which is going to be December 3rd of 2018. Uh, so it would be really cool to uh, see how this uh, plays out. Enjoy those pixels. Right. Thanks, guys.